0: Hello, and welcome to the Strength to be Human podcast with your host, author and playwright, Mark Antony Rossi. This show explores all forms of creativity for those searching for meaning and a place in the world. To err is human, but so is to love. Now, without further ado, here's your host, Hi folks, and this is your host, Mark Anthony Rossi, Strength to be Human. Tonight's episode is episode 90, Vanity Insanity. Yes, that's the only title I can come up with that makes any sense to me, uh, both in my uh, mind and and in my heart. So I want to talk about those that charge in in any aspect for writing. Uh, To me, it's all vanity when you allow this. So we're going to talk about the various presses, the the various um, uh, individuals, and in, 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 in many of their so-called professions. And of course, we'll talk about our own motivations as writers, what we need to do, what we shouldn't be doing, and what we do, unfortunately, that um, provide a, a market for, for these these kind of uh, horrible individuals, okay? All right, so let's talk about vanity presses and what they are, all right? Nobody who's in this field actually calls themselves a Vanity Press. They simply don't. It's a name that was attached to them years ago, and it's of course well-deserved. Now, what a Vanity Press is today is really no different than it was 20 or 30 years ago. It's just that they call themselves different names. I always find it extra special and, and ironic and, and, and horrible, and, and of course an, an extra layer of betrayal that... Um, These crooks uh, use uh, our writing and in our words to to hurt us further. So they call themselves different names. And some of them you might recognize, okay? Um, A good example, um, I'm not a vanity press, I'm a hybrid. What the hell is that supposed to mean, huh? Uh, That mean uh, part you're running a press and the other part is my debit card? Uh, Is that the hybrid right there? Because that's really what's happening. Uh, Yeah, thank you for that special term um next one uh, uh no 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 this is not a hybrid or a vanity press this is a cooperative yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah um you you managed to uh to play upon uh my vanity that's why you're called the vanity press and now i'm cooperating with my credit card to make you richer as i get uh, a crappy product that i can't use and that no one's going to have any respect for including other writers yeah that does that sound very cooperative to you Now, and we'll talk about this later on in the show, but um, this whole vanity thing makes even less sense than it did 30 years ago because now with the means of technology and the way the marketplace has has become and and lesser of an influence of of a, a big trade house or even some of the academic presses, you could do many of these things yourselves. Learn how to do it very small investment, you can actually make money and, and get your work out there. For real. Not working on with some fake person that's going to charge you literally thousands of dollars. Okay? So that's why this is really, really infuriating to me when I think about all of this, all that, that that's involved in this. But, this isn't done in a vacuum. Okay? These folks are not targeting you because it's so much fun to do so. You know, remember, people often... Become a target, and maybe even later on a victim. Although victim is a strong word in this situation, because quite frankly, uh, lots of writers cooperate in this this, this silly affair. So it's kind of hard to call them a victim when they they're walking right into it, knowing what's going on. I don't know what result they think they're going to get. Maybe that's where we got the word insanity in this thing. Not just because it rhymes with vanity, but because. If you know anything about the definition of insanity, it's about doing something over and over again and expecting a different result. You're not got a different result whether you go to this vanity press or that vanity press, vanity Z, vanity alien, vanity rust bucket, vanity, you know, Scooby Doo, whatever, whatever nonsense name they call themselves today or tomorrow, you know. In the end it's the same thing. They're robbing you and you're letting them. Now, keep this in mind, uh, acutely, okay, you're allowing this to happen. It's really no different than, you know, the diet, fat industry, or, or, or many of the industries out there, the, uh, the the vitamin supplement industry, yeah, if you take this extract from the butt of an oak tree on, on the south side of France, uh, your knee will feel better, I mean, really? And people spending forty dollars for that. Yeah, thanks. That's real intelligent. Mm-hmm. These are the same people that make fun of you if you if you believe in organized religion or uh, you might actually think there's an alien out there in space. You're a weirdo, but you know they believe some nonsense. some guy cooked up in the in the basement somewhere and they're giving them forty dollars for it. So who who's weird on this deal? okay? So here we got Vanity Press. It's a simple, simple definition. You don't have to get complex. It doesn't matter all the stupid terms they try to use or all the tricks they try to play, okay? Anytime you put out money for a book or for a service, you're engaging in in a vanity relationship, period. There's no middle ground. There's no gray area. It's very black and white. You do this, you're getting robbed. You're probably doing it with your eyes open, which is incredible, but I'm sure it happens that way. Very few people are that naive, especially these days. Okay, and you're getting robbed. You 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 become a part of that. Like I said, I'm I'm hesitant to use the word victim because it's, it's so a fury, and I get mad at the writers just as much as I get I'm mad at these thieves. Okay, there are so many tools at your exposed at, at your disposal to do all kinds of things with your writing, with your life, with all of this. Okay, here is one of the most simplest tools that you can use. All right. How do I know if this press is a vanity press? Uh, Google it. It's truly that simple. You will see horrible reviews of people robbed all over the place. I can't get my money back. I cashed in my stocks. I used the rent money. I gave them some mortgage. Because these Place charged thousands upon thousands of dollars. Okay, You got one idiot woman out there right now with an idiot company... She's advertising all over LinkedIn, okay? Here's what she does. She lists all the vanity presses and all the prices they charge. And she's like, well, I only charge a fraction of that. Somehow, she thinks she's a saint in this situation. But let me tell you something, folks. Being less greedy, that doesn't make you a saint. That just means you're less greedy. Well, you only cost 1000 Everybody else costs 3000 Wow, thank you for only robbing me a little bit instead of a lot. You see, the act of thievery is still happening. So don't be impressed. I mean, it's slightly clever what she's doing. But in the end, she's just preying upon people that they, if they don't know better, it's not hard to research this. You don't have to be some brilliant scientist. You don't have to be a writer for 35 years, okay? You don't. Literally Google it. My kid can do this. He's 10. So why can't you? You're 25, 30, 50. Come on. I'm hesitant to say you're a victim, but I'm also hesitant to say that you deserve it. I don't really like to feel that way about people, especially in writing, which I love so much. Okay? But I'm sorry to say you are asking for this kind of horrible treatment when you walk into these things, especially when you see it all over the internet. It's not hard to find out. There's all kinds of places in, in, in on Facebook that will tell you things. Uh, no, don't do that. No, just go this route. Wait a couple of years and, and get better and, and try a traditional write and submit a manuscript. Or well, Just produce it yourself. Get a, get a decent artist and, and go for it. You'll make more money. you have more more thrill. You'll learn more about marketing. Uh, you'll feel a lot more fulfilled. And it's a million times more legitimate than anything you can do with these thieves. I mean, they're literally thousands. I've seen bills for $5,000 dollars. Okay? They haven't even got to marketing your book yet. And I'm hesitant to even call it marketing because it's a bunch of crap. Yeah, I said an ad in here and I did a PR there and uh, I threw a little um, um, advertisement on on Facebook. Um, Give me another $600. I mean, that's how disgusting this really becomes. Ridiculous amounts of money for ridiculous nonsense. And if you walk into this this way, this is what's going to happen. That's why I put this show together, because I'm tired of hearing the stories. And quite frankly, I've had a number of writers come to me privately and say, Mark, why don't you have a show just about this? I, I had a clip about this, I don't know, 20-minute clip with me and John when we did a guest house episode uh, some months back. But it was it's more necessary to have a more full-blown show, okay? Because it needs to be in your face. You need to be able to hear what I have to say and take it seriously. And it needs to be able to stay with you. So when you think about this kind of nonsense, you realize what you've done. You just devalued your work, okay? You, you spat on writing. You threw your money out the window. That's what you've done. Now, it's, it's not something you can't recover from uh, by learning and then moving on, but you're not getting the money back, okay? A little bit of respect you threw out the window. You're not getting that back either. You got to go back to earning it again. And we'll talk about that as well, because this is in the end of the world. And it's not even the end of your writing or the end of your writing career. I mean, unless you keep doing it, then no one's going to want to bother with it. Because I, I don't even want to bother with the first-time person that does this. Other than giving them the advice of, you need to start over again from scratch and, and, and rebuild who you are. And I get tainted by that by that dumb choice. By that, that hasty decision. That impatient nonsense. Because that's really what it is. That's what Vanity Publishing in the End is. Inpatient nonsense. By writers who, if they don't know better, they could find stuff out. There's no excuse in my book at all, okay? There isn't. There's too much information out there. There's too many tools at your disposal. So if you want to be lazy, you want to throw out the money out the window, you still would be better off on, on getting a cab and throwing it out the window from a cab than to do this nonsense. Because at least nobody will know about it, and you won't, you won't have to live with the embarrassment of having some title out there that nobody cares about but you care about it because you have writing in that you feel is important but unfortunately you you, you picked the, the wrong venue to do this in you know it's like it's like uh going to your wedding uh instead of having the wedding dress on you you're naked and you wouldn't want people looking you're, you're weird maybe even giggling not a way to start the, the wedding night i could tell you that and, and certainly not a way to, to start anything on, on the first good foot because you're already starting bad, you know? And it, it can go worse from there if you keep going with this kind of nonsense. So we'll talk about that, all right? Now, we talked about Google and the, the research, and we talked about uh, these people who charge uh, excessive amounts of money. None of these people are writers, okay? And by any stretch of the imagination, okay? They're simply slick businessmen, Preying on people who want to have something out there quick. They're tired of waiting. Uh, They don't want to do it on their own. There's a number of excuses. But your impatience okay, and your bad judgment create these people out there. So don't forget that. Okay? Things don't happen overnight. They don't suddenly just say, hey, this is a good idea. Uh, I think I'll get some people to give me lots of money and I'll rob them and, and have a good time. No. They know there are folks like you out there and they continue to do well. I've seen vanity presses that come and go and I've already seen some that I already know been around over 20 years. There's no way, okay? Because remember, it's a business, folks. No way they could be around 20 years unless there's been 20 years of of idiots because that's all I can call these folks that do this around there still feeding them money. Otherwise, they wouldn't be around there. And they don't care that they got better business bureau complaints against them. They don't care. They got Google uh, reviews saying they suck, saying they're thieves, saying they're rude, saying they haven't done anything they said they were going to do other than steal the person's money. They don't care. There's always another person around the corner ready to do it because they won't research it. They don't care themselves. They can't wait to get something out there. So I question you folks deeply. I do. Because first of all, as a writer, I wonder if it's supposed to be so fantastic, why are you not spending time doing some research to find a good place for it? Why don't you spend some time trying to rewrite or look at it and make sure it is great? I've seen some junk out there with this thing, believe me. But I've also seen some people that are really good. and They get they, they fall for this kind of nonsense. Another good example of you knowing that this um, press is vanity is not just the money involved, it's also... Some of the artwork too, all right. Here's a good example. If you get some fake French guy with a fake French name doing something that looks like a five-year-old can do, with a with a, with, a, with a sketch pen, okay, and and a, and a blank piece of paper, you don't have any of you don't have any cover art. That's just some garbage some weirdo did, you know, and, and gives it to these people to use, you know. They probably give them a, a decent little penny for it, even though it's junk. And you're paying for all of that. Who knows how much in that thousands of dollars that you're paying for, you're paying some French fake freak that's not doing any kind of artwork at all, okay? I've seen blind people that could draw better than some of this stuff. And it's all over this garbage. All over it. So, keep that in mind. Fake French name, garbage art, somehow becomes the cover of these worthless books. I mean, it certainly does go hand in hand. But what's also going hand-in-hand is the money being exchanged all over the place. You got Facebook groups out there, Facebook groups out there, some writing groups, they, they actually literally promote and sponsor these people, which means that they're, they're probably getting a couple bucks on the side from this as well. It's part of how some people are tricked because they figure, okay, if this is not being talked about in a writer's group, and this is a cool, legitimate writer's group, then this must be something I should investigate. Even though, even there was plenty of people in those groups, that tell you, no, run away, stay away, keep your powder dry, keep your money in your pocket. Don't give that card out, because once you do, you're done, because you're signing a contract which you're not even reading, but it clearly states what they're going to do to you. Okay? These people are not tricking or lying to you in the way you're thinking, because whatever they're doing is contractually legal. That's one of the biggest problems. Nobody ever gets their money back from these things. Never. There's, there's nobody that can ever compel to do so. And, and quite frankly, I don't care if you spend $5,000, you wouldn't be able to even take them to court. okay? Because you probably spend twice as much with a lawyer just to do that. To what? To possibly one day win, and then what is that going to do for you? They, they close up shop and, and, and run away and call themselves a different name. And that's the end of the story there. You're never going to get anything. You get a worthless judgment from a worthless book for a worthless publisher who's not really a publisher with some fake French art by some guy that that couldn't draw if I put a gun to his head. That's what you're going to get. So please consider all of this. Stay away from this vanity nonsense. You cannot be that impatient that you can make these kind of horrible decisions because this is what they're depending on. They're depending on your impatience. Even more than your vanity. Because I, I've talked to people who who have fallen for this and I, I didn't find anything about them to be vain. I didn't find them to have any kind of spoiled brat attitude or any kind of, uh, I'm brilliant, I just why I did this. I figured it would just roll off the damn truck or something and make money. No, I never found anyone like that. I found pretty humble, decent people. Just thought this was a good idea. Why, I don't know. To me, it's like someone telling you the boat's going to sink and you still buy a, a ticket to it, you know? Hey, I got a ticket for it, but in three hours it's going to sink, you know? Hey, I'll try to make up the best of it. Now, I've taken a position over at my uh, literary journal, Aerial Chart, that I'm not even going to allow people who have pr- who have published with these folks to, to, to advertise and promote anything in their bios so if someone's going to get published in my in my literary journal they're not advertising any of that junk otherwise i just won't publish them at all i'm not going to give these people a dime of anything not even any publicity if you're fool enough to do this you know and you want to get published with me then don't include it in your bio you know and and, and don't mention it please because i'm just not going to go for it Uh, Not at all. I mean, that's how serious I've become about it, because there's just no point in letting this sort of stuff uh, slip by. It is extremely damaging, folks. It really takes away a lot of your credibility. All of us out there. Many readers, and God knows most writers, they know the names of these places, so when you get something published, they're like, oh, there we go. And and right away, they're not taking you seriously. So already you've taken more of a hit than your reputation than anything. You, you could have just said, I, I started writing three days ago, and we would take you more seriously than, you know, I, I, got, I just got published by Joe Blow, you know, uh, Scooby-Doo, um, a- incredible um, uh, Rust to Alien weirdness, um, and, and uh, I'm ready to uh, uh, promote that book and talk about it. Not with me. I'm not going to be doing any of that stuff, because you hurt yourself. No one will take you seriously. That's the first part of all this. The second part is, is that something that's even more incredible, okay? You, you, you're you taken advantage of by thousands of dollars, okay? Some crappy French art nonsense that's nothing. And then you're going to find out when you get these things, okay? And I mean these things, meaning maybe a couple books, a handful possibly. They're put together shoddily, horribly, I'm telling you. If they were made in China, they'd be better than the garbage that you get from from these folks. So unfortunately, who are just about all American. Embarrassing. Especially anyone else who's listening from another country. Yep, I'm sorry to say, uh, most of this junk comes from my country here in America. I know. uh, I'm disgusted by it too. Doing my best to close them down, okay? So, don't give us a hard time here. We're trying to stop it, all right? So you're going to get a piece of junk product that's not worth anything, okay? So badly produced, all right, that I would be afraid to rip it apart and put it side by side at the bottom of the cat box so that my cat can poop on it. Because I don't know what kind of chemicals or cheap paper or nonsense it could explode in flames and burn my cat for right now, okay? There's a very good chance that what comes out of my cat, it's actually worth more than your book. That that's how of a piece of garbage this sort of thing is. So you just literally have been impatient, okay? Made a horrible decision. Contracted with a fool, who unfortunately uh, is spending your money, giving you a piece of garbage product that you you wouldn't want to give away, okay? I mean, really, the insides are crooked. You got words and they're misspelled. And not because you didn't proofread them, just because these people are complete idiots and they don't care about you at all. They only care about the money they stole from you. But unfortunately, you signed the contract, so stole is probably a harsh word. Uh, I don't know, tricked, uh, not, probably not good either. Uh, most likely, uh, you gave it to them freely. Unfortunately, that's that's about by, by as sh- much truth as we're going to get out of that. So that's what you're going to get. Then, I know, it, it, believe it or not, it actually gets worse, okay? Then you find out, you just spent $5,000, and they give you the breakdown, and uh, it's uh, printing costs, uh, offset costs, uh, in, interior costs, um, you know, that worthless cover cost, and they give you a handful, and that's it. You, you, you're not even getting 50 or 100 copies, but you maybe you'll be able to sell it and do something with it. Now, don't get me wrong, you're not going to get any money back by even the 100 copies, okay? Unless you're charging like $50 a copy, which that's not going to happen. In any planet, in any universe, okay? You may be going to get a couple. There's another charge if you're going to get a bunch of more copies. Then there's another charge for their so-called marketing, because that's phony too. It's not real. They could take a trade... Add out in one of these publications if they even want the money from them, and then you'll be paying for that, three, four, five hundred dollars. So as you can see, it's a complete disaster, total embarrassment. Then you wonder why I don't want to even be next to this kind of garbage. I just work too hard in the real world doing real things to have to deal with this kind of garbage. It's just unbelievable. But that's what you're going to literally get. So please think twice think three times I don't know you, you you know what my show is all right strength to be human at, at, at ravemail.com there you go oh you can email me over at aerialchart dot gmail.com there's two places right there if you have questions ask me them what do you think about this what do you think about that I'll show you some places to go where you can see stuff now don't get me wrong It's not a perfect solution, okay? Because I've had plenty of people say, yeah, 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 and then they do whatever they want anyway. They're like, Mark, why don't you want to talk to me anymore? Well, let me see. Uh, I told you not to do this nonsense, and you did it. Now you're crying about you lost $2,700, okay? But somehow I'm supposed to help you review the book and get it promoted. What, so, so you can recover the money again on a piece of garbage? It's crazy. You're going to listen to good advice or not. I don't know. I'm not really one of those I told you size so kind of persons because quite frankly most of the time I just don't have contact with these sort of people. I, I just don't want to and I, I don't see how it makes any sense. You know, I've gotten too much older in, in, in both my life and in, in my writing to, to, to play around with it. I, I do in this show, on this episode and in, in this particular topic right now because I've literally had a number of people ask me. One asked me like five times. So I'm like, okay, I will do it, alright? I know it's important, so that's the only reason why. I'm not much of uh, being hounded to death on something. But it is important to talk about, so I don't I don't mind I don't mind doing so. So there you have it a, a complete phony enterprise. That's what it is. Okay. Most of it coming from you. Because you're allowing that to happen. There's no reason why you should be disimpatient, okay? You can create your own press if you want. Give it a cool name. Don't take much money to do. You can get things printed out you want to your specifications. Invest in buying a couple good amount of copies of them and go out there. You can go to bars and sell stuff like that and readings. You can do it at conventions. You can do it at your church. One lady did it at a church and made her money back and more. Get the word out there. You got your books out there. You learn more about how you can market and do things all on your own. It's a hundred million times more legitimate than anything else, and you can maybe even figure out, if you want, how to create a decent cover. Hell, you can ask me; I'll, I'll give you some pointers. Or, if you want, if you still want to invest a little bit more, you know, you can get somebody to professionally do something that you want. It's not terribly expensive, not compared to those thieves. I mean, a real person, a real artist, you know, you get a decent cover for for a book for fifty dollars. Believe it or not. As long as you're not really asking for anything too, too darn elaborate, you, you can get them. That's not expensive. There's plenty of people that'll do them for even less than that. See, so your own time and your own investment, you can use that to improve your writing, to improve your production, to improve your your, uh, your marketing, and to, and to eventually improve some, some profits for yourself. Now, I'm not suggesting this is the only way to go, and I'm not suggesting that this is how you should always do it from now on. It's not a bad way to start. Some people do this. They got a um, a title or two underneath their belt. They've learned something about building a bit of an audience, and they learned something about marketing, and maybe they want to try a more traditional publisher and, and see what happens from there. Lots of people do that. Some folks have been successful that way. Not everyone. Maybe you, maybe not. Who knows? But I tell you one thing: you have a better chance on any of those fronts to get something done legitimately and to get something done that you feel in your heart, you know, is going to make a difference, versus dealing with the with these with these crooks. And now these crooks don't always extend just to Vanity Publishers. Okay, we got a number of people out there as well uh, where they call themselves editors for hire. Uh, they're in the very same category. Okay, some person that doesn't have any real qualification. A lot of times it's just the stay-at-home moms, okay, or, or some some retired, uh, you know, a, a teacher, probably more like a math teacher than an English teacher, but nevertheless, someone like that. Most of them are just college students. Yeah, um, fifteen hundred dollars, and, and I'll, I'll I'll improve your book. And guess what you're gonna get? You're gonna get the same kind of theft, the same kind of nonsense you're gonna get from a vanity publisher because they don't do anything. They put it through a, a spell checker machine and some grammar machine at their house, which is free to do, which you could have done yourself, by the way. Okay. Maybe correct a couple typos, maybe give you a couple pointers on a couple of paragraphs that could have been fixed. But are they examining the real validity of your novel? Uh, no. Does this mean somehow they whip it into shape so that a big publisher can say, yeah, I want to check this out? Uh No. And when you, when you call them on it, they'll complain. The first complaint out of these people's mouths is, well, hell, if you wrote a better novel, I mean, you, you wouldn't be complaining about the, the services I'm giving you. What in the hell does that even mean? Okay? If I wrote a better novel, what the hell do I need you for then? I could get a beta radio for free on the internet to give me more advice, to give me more pointers, to give me more interesting examples, to give me ideas of correction, to give me an idea of. Hey, this path is good over here, but this one isn't over there. For free. And then one day you give them a help, and help in hand when they need it. That's out there, folks. You don't need to pay $1,500 to fake editors. You know, And one of the problems with these fake editors, just like these vanity publishers, there's no organization out there for them. Okay, There's nobody out there doing any kind of oversight. There's no qualification for them. There's no specialization for it. There's nothing you can hang your hat on. In fact, and I'll give you my best test for these folks, okay? And I'm not talking about money or blah, blah, blah. Ask them. Ask any one of these people. You'll find them on Facebook. You'll find them all over the place. In fact, if you went into a writing group, I promise you and said, Hey, my name is uh, 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 Shirley Johnson, and I'm working on uh, a novel over here, and I could use somebody shortly because uh, I believe I'll be done soon to uh, to edit the book and, and can you give me some quotes and you'll have people coming out of the woodwork from 17 million miles away I mean I think people from other planets literally uh, will give you uh, a pitch on what they can do You, I, I swear you might have within a few hours 20, 30, 40 literally that many hey what's your email address hey what's your messenger uh, blah 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 okay do that. You'll get no less than 20. You'll probably get more than 40. All right. I'm telling you right now, and I guarantee you this, that's how that's how much I I know how predictably dishonest these people are. All right. Ask any one of them. Ask all of them if you want. Can I have five references? Meaning five people you've done some projects on that were happy with your work. Okay, because I like to, I like to be able to text or or email, you know, you know talk to them a bit before I, before I hire you. Okay. You won't get that. You won't even get them to give you one. And if they do give you one. It's probably their grandmother over in Kansas or, or or Wyoming or something. Yeah, he's a good kid and he does well. That's about all you're gonna get. They'll give you a bunch of excuses though. You'll get five excuses. You won't get five references. You'll get five excuses. Here's one of the first ones. Uh, We prefer to guard the privacy of of those that we contract with. Okay. Thank you for that beautiful lie. Next. Um, Well, there's no guarantee that um, what I did, it has any connection to what they have to say. What in the hell does that mean? Are you trying to say that they say you suck? You just think you're good anyway? Okay, sure. Mm -hmm. So that would be number two excuse, okay? Number three excuse Oh, yeah, 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 sure, sure, I'll get back to you. And you'll You'll never hear from people again. You'll never hear from that person again. You can text them 20 times, email them. Hey, what are you doing about those? Nah, Damn, busy, bye-bye. So that'll be the third one. I'll get back to you. You'll never hear from them again. Okay? Fourth one. Uh, yeah, here's one or two. Be, be really be really suspicious of that because it'll probably be a friend of theirs. They just have to, to do that to make it look good. Okay? Then you want to ask... And this is, well, it gets even worse. Then you'll ask, um, okay, listen, if you can't give me five references, or you got some privacy issues or, you know, whatever story else you're trying to tell me over here, can you point to a book or two that, you know, you've helped get out there because of, of your work, that they were able to contract with somebody and got their book out there, okay? You won't even find any, okay? But they'll tell you in, in, in their little blurbs of advertisements their little bios, yeah. I've uh, I've helped out at least forty books, and sometimes they'll actually tell you that they've written fifteen to twenty books themselves. And when you try to find these things, you're lucky you're gonna find one. Why can't I find any of this so to, to be able to know that you're the one I want to contract? Well, I was using a pen name, and okay, cool. What was that pen name, please? Uh, you won't hear from them again. Okay. I guarantee you that the the writing for, the, for, for hire, these editors for hire people, they're, they're even worse than Vanity Presses. At least you're actually going to hear Vanity Presses talking to you, telling you things. It's all boilerplate crap and, and, and the same horribly dishonest contract that unfortunately is legal. But these people will never leave your contact. They love for you to be around. They love to keep communicating to you because they'll sell something new to you. Hey, what order some more books. Hey, uh, order some more proofreading. Hey, order some more marketing. Hey, order this and that. My favorite one. Get some uh, um, audio trailers going. We got some some dude we work with it's only 250 for 30 seconds. That's 250 dollars for 30 seconds. Okay? You can go on on most websites uh, that have these type of services and, and get it for like 10-15 bucks, okay? They want 250. That's how horrible this whole editing for hire is. It's even worse than vanity. You're not going to find any of these people giving you anything for you to help to make some kind of decision. Although I'll cry all day long about how it's legitimate and how you need it. My favorite one is, you know, it's expensive to be a writer, Mark. Really? No, it's not. It's expensive to hang around with you. But I don't know about the expense of being a writer. No. How is that possible? Again, folks... You got beta proofreaders out there, you got beta editors out there, you got other readers and, and, and other writers you could talk to about. Can you read this and, and, and tell me if, if you see a couple issues that's a problem? They can scribble a couple things that you know you can start working on something that you didn't catch before. That's all you need. Most of the stuff you're gonna get for free. And then you know they're gonna want you to help them one day with one of their projects. That's it. You don't need to spend eight hundred, thousand, fifteen hundred dollars. I can give you parades of, read, of, of, of writers I've known that, that have gotten robbed this way. Plenty of them. I'm serious. And then they get a book that's not any better than before, other than maybe a couple words were corrected, which got done by spell check. Okay? You know how absolutely disgusting it is to have somebody say they're editor for hire? Give me $1,500 up front. You know? They sit around it all day as they're spending your money going to the mall and you know paying bills and everything with it. You know, run it through a couple of word check a couple of times, pretend they're doing a little something, something there, and get it back to you. Here you go. Have a good day. That's what you're getting. You're going to get something that virtually looks the same, okay? If you're giving them something in a Word doc in, in that manuscript it is, you could literally write down the information about. How many words were in that, in that project you give to them? And you'll notice how it's not too much different. You might see five or six words change or something. That's how bad it is. Really? Let me get this straight here. My uh, manuscript is now five words less than it was before and you, I just gave you $1,500. This is the kind of nonsense you're going to get if you're going to hang around with these people. So I am telling you right now, Go the free method. There's plenty of people that will be willing to help you. They need to help themselves one day. It's a good idea to use the community of writers versus the community of crooks because they have a whole other community out there too. Okay? And what doubly bothers me about the editor for for hired people is is that they're extremely smug and self, self-righteous. self Okay? You, you, you can only uh, criticize or... Or question uh, the vanity people so much before they literally just duck out of and and you won't hear from them again. These people? They'll stay on forever. No, this is legitimate. Yeah, I have a master's in blah, blah, blah. From this blah, blah. And you you haven't even heard of the college before. Really? Can I have like a transcript or or something showing this degree? Yeah, yeah, I'll get back to you. I've never thought about putting that on my site before. Okay. There you go. You'll find... And I've already done all this. That's why I'm telling you all this stuff. I'm not telling you out of theory or because I heard somebody. Even though I heard lots of stories. Don't get me wrong. But I I know from just testing this stuff out. I did a horrible experiment where I, I literally questioned about 50 of them. Okay? I could not get more out of 50 people. Okay? 50 editors for hire out of the Facebook crowd. The worst ones that you could possibly think of, by the way. They're just out there trolling for dollars. Not caring about anything, okay. And the kind of money these people make, you could be a, you could have a financial degree, uh, a master's in, in in banking, and be a bank president. And these people could actually make more money in a year than a bank president can make. That's how lucrative it is. That's how much theft is going on. Okay. Fifty, I tested. Phony name, phony everything. Yeah, this is what I want. Okay, I need five references. Okay, out of the 50, I only had three of them that even gave me any references at all. And both of those, three—well, let me see, two out of the three gave me two references. I didn't even believe they were real. The, the answers they gave me were so canned, so boilerplate, so like, I, I don't know, maybe they ripped it off of like French Google or something and retranslated it. It was just horribly boring and it just didn't seem authentic at all. Sound like a bunch of crap. Probably from friends they put up to do that. Yeah, here's 50, okay? Tell them whatever. Alright? The third one that provided references only provided one with a whole list of excuses. You know? I'm kind of under the weather. I've been working really hard. Uh, My kids are sick and this, that, whatever. You know? Folks, it's not like I'm not a humanitarian over here. It's not like I don't care about people, alright? But... You know, if we're talking about our writing, which we should be loving and, and protecting to the best of our ability, and we're talking about getting a service for a fee, which pretty much is a business contract, okay, whether I agree what you do it or not, that's what it is, all right, I, I, I shouldn't be hearing about how sick you are and how you have problems with your kids and this, that, and whatever, I don't care, I mean, are you going to be able to do this project or not, and if you're all right, I need to be able to know this is the right person. You're just not gonna get any of those answers. You're gonna get so many excuses. You're gonna to want to like pass out, okay? Or well, they'll just stop. They'll just stop. I mean, I had a couple people literally block me. I answered like three questions and I got a block. They just move on to somebody else. That's what they do. But you can always test it out if you want. I'm telling you right now. So here's here's my little list that you can use, okay? Uh, for the editors for hire okay first uh, I like to have five references second can you point to any projects you or anyone else that you had you know has put out there that, that's been published okay uh, three can you um, can you do a sample I'll give you like a like like 500 words or something and um, can you do something better with it give me some ideas of what's wrong whatever and you know you can have something ready for him to do okay I'm telling you right now, I'm giving you three tasks for these folks, okay? They're not even going to be able to get one done, let alone all three, okay? Because once they're they're, they're pissed off at you already for all the other questions you have that they can't even come up with answers on because they're lying, you're you're never even going to get a sample anything, okay? You're just going to get a a lot of self-righteous nonsense. Most of them get extremely defensive, which is always a bad sign, okay? Let me get this straight here. Um, there's no qualifying organization that helps us guarantee that you know what the hell you're doing. Okay? Um, there's no more than a reference or two that you got, and I don't know who the hell these people are. Okay? I'm looking at your bio. Never heard of any of this. Don't even know what this college is at. Is it real? Can you Google it? Folks, if you can't even Google their college, please run. Okay, but I had at least ten of the fifty. I couldn't even verify their bios, let alone anything else. Hell, I don't even know if that's their real name. Some outright, some outright came out and said it. Yeah, I, I just do this on the side, and you know, helps me take care of some camping expenses. And one woman said she trekked through Europe with the money. I'm sure she did. <laughs> She's doing great on your money. And you still got a crappy manuscript. Because that's what they're going to deliver back to you. Okay? Ask any of those questions. Or all of them. You'll be shocked. But I'm telling you right now, don't listen to people saying about how glorified it is that you need to be able to get some editor that you have to pay for. Okay? Now, I will not, as a writer, deny that anybody's manuscript should have someone looking at it. Yeah, you should have another set of eyes. Quite frankly, you should have maybe two or three sets of eyes. Oftentimes, that helps kind of catch everything. That's fine. That's normal. It's expected. What's not expected is you heave over lots of money for people who don't do anything. But literally put it through grammar and spell check. You know, grab a page or two or something and write a little something on it or... Give you a little note on the side. You should try about this and what about that. And that's all you're going to get for that kind of money. For the kind of money these people charge, Jesus, they should be writing re- rewriting half the damn book for you. For that kind of money. But you're not going to get that. So please reconsider those kind of people. I mean, most of them should be put out of business. I mean, I'm sure there's always a couple that are good. Don't get me wrong. There's always a couple that are good. What their names are and who the hell they are... I don't know, because I've yet to see any of them worth anything. I really do. And I'm frankly, I find it hard to believe when I talk to writers that said they had some great experience when when somebody charged them $2,000. Okay? Because I've asked them questions. I got such lame answers that the only thing I could feel in this conversation was they got their asses robbed, and they're just too embarrassed to admit it. So they're just going to say, yeah, they were great. Yeah, uh, Yeah, okay, sure. Meanwhile, they probably got to go to friends, relatives, and beta readers just to get the damn job done. Which they should have did, too, in the first place. I promise you, your own mother can probably give you better ideas about your manuscript than some thief, okay, who living in Seattle, drinking beautiful, expensive coffee on your dime. Although it won't be a dime. be more like a thousand, okay? And that is, believe it or not, the average cost, okay, for any of these editors for hire. It's about a thousand dollars. You're not going to find too many that are any cheaper than that. And I'm sorry to say, if you do find somebody that's cheaper than that, God, you have to even more than worry than, than the ones that are charting a lot. But if you use that little litmus test I gave you right there, you'll, you'll find out right away none of them will make the grade. They simply won't. And if somehow you find one or two that actually does, successfully show you all that well then you have to just make your mind up is it worth it for me to do this you know can they improve my writing enough and help me to improve my writing enough that you know this is a managed group i can get out there and become successful with it is this worth my money and my investment in it because if you find somebody legitimate and they really can show you that they can do things to help you and they understand some of the pitfalls you're having or maybe some of the unique issues you have as a writer versus somebody else which you know is the case we all have our own little you know weird um uh, turns uh, in writing that that could be unique to that person you got to be able to settle in is it worth uh, your time and your money Is this part of my investment in the whole thing yeah i've some. i know some folks that, that that believe that that's the case but i don't know too many of them more times than not I, I hear horror stories one after the other after the other okay I have if you were to add up the the, the emails I got I got more people complaining about editor hires than I have about vanity presses <laughs> that's how serious that is okay now another another aspect of the whole vanity insanity is is the cover art people okay Folks, uh, artists, whether they're drawing or painting or using digital equipment or whatever, they're a very fickle bunch, okay? I don't don't care if they charge you $25 or $25,000. You're going to find most of them are going to do something that you really didn't want. Because in the end, they really can't do what you want. Especially on the budget that you might have. So they're just going to give you whatever they think that you should have. And you're not getting your money back and you're stuck with that. Are you going to live with something that's a piece of crap? Are you just going to put it in your computer look at it one day? Uh, I don't know about this. That's normally what you get from these kind of artists, unfortunately. You just don't get too many that do what you want. You're better off learning how to do it yourself, which is not terribly hard. Okay? You can go to uh, sites like BeFunky.com. That's a free site. Or you can go to Canvas.com. That's another free site. Um, there's a... Uh, um, uh, a monkey site uh, that that one costs a few bucks but all of these sites will have access to various um, uh, royalty-free pictures different types of artwork. you can use some of your own photography make alterations to it put some text on it maybe you can add things to it you know or change the color here do you can literally do a lot of the stuff yourself and get better results more importantly Get results that you want it. There's nothing worse. Because that's really what all of these three things have in common. Okay, On the vanity, insanity situation. The vanity presses, the editor for hires, and and these these dopey artists that don't know what they're doing. Those three, three right there that you're going to be dealing with. They all have that very same thing in common. You are exchanging money for somebody who's ultimately going to give you something that you won't like. You won't like that book because it looks like crap. The artwork looks like it came out of some deranged person out of a prison and an island off of France. Okay. Um, the uh, the editing is not really editing. I don't even know why they call themselves editors for hires because they're not editors and they're not editing, but they are for hire. Maybe they should just call themselves for hire because that's not the only honest thing you're going to get out of that. Okay. And then you got these horrible artists over there, you know? They don't know anything about customer service, and quite frankly, then you don't know anything about art. Because if you're doing art on an artistic basis, you're doing something for your own mind, your own, your own conscience, your own dreams, fine. But when you want money, then you're becoming a commercial artist, and it's your job to deliver what the hell we want, not some crap that you think we wanted. Or, this is the best I can do. Really? I mean, I wish there was a possibility that you could simply say... Oh, you want 50 for this? Okay, I'm going to give you 10 now, all right, and we'll see what we got. And then we can talk about the rest when I, I think I get what I want. If not, I just, you know, run out the door. I guess you keep the $10, but it's better than you keep the, the $50. I don't know. Maybe you could find somebody that can do that because that's the only way that I would trust somebody in that circumstance. And I'm not even going to trust them in that one, but at least that'll be closer to me trusting them. I don't use them. I stopped using them over 25 years ago. I learned to do my own stuff. Does it have the same incredible quality uh, of some super professional artist? Hell no, it doesn't. But I'm very happy with it because it's slick. It does what I wanted to do. And, and it didn't cost me a dime. Literally, it didn't cost me a dime. Everything I did on it was free. It's just a matter of some time messing around with it until I get what I want. Why not do that? Why put money out? That's the problem with all these folks here. Okay, They want your money. But they can't deliver. Right? They want your money, but they're not going to help you to do anything that you want. You, none of your goals are going to be achieved by these people. But they want your money. Okay? For the artist, it's probably the least dishonest of the three groups in this whole vanity insanity thing. Okay? So, if you ask one of these people, hey... Um, why don't you give me three or four or five of, of some of the things you've done already? They'll readily be able to do that, and you can make some judgment about the kind of quality that you know you had it over there. You could even ask about genre things, because you know, quite frankly, you're going to have some cover artists that they might be good on general stuff, but you know, if you say I- I'm looking for something scary in the, in the horror vein, they might be able to say I, I don't do that, and that's fine. You're not always going to find someone that does it, science fiction vein or you know, a romance one maybe. They might not do that. Some might be that's all they do. So, you have you can ask that and you, you'll probably get some good examples. You know, you take a chance when you do that with the artists because you don't know really what you're going to get in the end. And quite frankly, you might be impressed with what they gave you as samples, but you don't know if those people were they gave it to were happy. They could all be unhappy circumstances, but here's the artwork that we did. So the guy's not telling you a lie. They're just not telling you all the truth either. Who the hell knows if they know all the truth? People give money all the time to these things, say thank you, and never call upon them again. Might never even use it. So you, you just don't really know. It's a gamble. Uh, of, of the of the three, it's the least gamble. Because you're not going to get uh, cover artists that are asking you for 500 to to $1,000 or more. It's just not going to happen. Those people don't really exist unless they're built into one of those uh, stupid vanity presses. You're getting robbed anyway. So they might be in one of those. But independently, you know, they don't charge a whole lot. So it's it's a, it's important to understand that. You've got a little bit more communication and flexibility with someone like that. But if you don't know what you want, you're really not going to get what you want from some of these people at all. They're just going to give you whatever they think because what else can they do? So, I think if you want to use one of these and you feel comfortable about one that you chose, you, you got to have a, a, a good notion about what direction you want to go in it. You know what I mean? Uh, listen, man, I, I want like a, like a Black Panther in the forest. It's near a cabin uh, and, and it's kind of like cloudy out. And, you know, there's a searchlight coming in from, uh, from another direction. There you go. I don't know what the hell that cover I just described is, okay? I really don't. I just made that up as we're going on for the show. But what I do know is that's the kind of detail that if you feel comfortable about you want to see in your cover art, this is what you're expecting they're going to convey when they give you back a sample. And I've told a few artists already, uh, no, it's not going to work for me. And that's why I got rid of them. I'm like, hell no. And I tell other writers now especially, listen, if you could find somebody that can work on, on, on a small deposit, and you can do the rest of the thing. I think you're better off with that, you know. That's what I would say. You might find that one uh, one or two that's willing to do that. Some of them just won't do that for whatever reason. I don't know. But I don't need to be an artist to understand that if we can't come to terms, then what the hell's the point of any of this? Okay. I don't know why it's unreasonable to say you want fifty for this. Okay. I'll give you ten and I want you to give me a sample that comes pretty damn close to what I'm asking for because you know, I would actually know what I'm asking for and that's what I really expect that you would want to do this way. If they give you something that looks like it's, you know, it's in that ballpark, you know, you have a good chance that, you know, possibly they could do some more work on it and you're going to get it. And then, you know, you go from there. But most of them want to get paid all up front. You know, I've had uh, writers tell me experiences that, uh, some of them vanished from sight, never heard from them again. They took the money, you know. Some of them just gave something that it literally looked like they pulled it out of one of their portfolios and just threw it at you. Had nothing at all to do with the description that the person told them. And then you have plenty that just could not seem to be creative enough to come across with what you wanted, and you're still stuck because they already got your money. I don't like the idea, you know. I, I, I like the, the restaurant experience, meaning that. Um, I'm expecting this cook is supposed to be awesome. I'm expecting this food's going to be awesome. And if it's not, I'm not paying this damn bill. You better figure out something else over here. Because it's not happening for me. I mean, why do something the opposite with an artist that you didn't do in a restaurant? I mean, I'm supposed to pay you at the restaurant $57 and I haven't even got the steak dinner yet. But I'm going to pay it in advance. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. See, it doesn't make any sense giving people the money in advance either. It really doesn't because in the end when you do that I don't care if they're a good artist or not they got you you don't got them they got you that's the money you're never gonna see again so it's it's just not a good idea contract with somebody that that can work with you come up with something that you feel is going to work, that they they, they might be. But remember too, you can make alterations in your head already, in your instructions, just by seeing some of their samples. You can get an idea where they're going or what they can do. And maybe you can actually get inspired to do something else that they can do. There's nothing better, in my opinion, is when an artist and a writer gets together and they actually formulate something that both of them feel is doable. The writer thinks that yeah I could I could live with this and, and, the, and the artist is like hell yeah I could do this and deliver it I'm sure it happens all the time it's just a question of do we see a lot of that do people share some of these sources you know now getting an artist is probably the best thing to do in terms of getting a reference you know or if you if you know a writer that's trying to sell a book and you see a really good cover on them ask them where they got it from you know, and, and find out. I mean, I hope it won't be from one of those crazy presses, because you know, if it's super good, you know, imagine the money you might have paid for it. Or if it's crap, then you know, you know where that came from. But yeah, just X around, and, and then and just look at it from there. So you can make something good out of, of something crazy with, with with the artist, but you're never gonna make anything good out of the editor for hire or the vanity press. It's always, always, always gonna be a bad thing. It's always against what your interests are. It's always against what your pocketbooks say is acceptable. You know, it's it's against artistically what you want to do because you're going to have plenty of people, including me. I'm not going to review the project. I'm not going to promote it. I'm not going to talk about it. I'm look at you really sternly as you're not serious. I mean, you're serious to swipe the Visa card, but you're not serious beyond any, beyond that. But those people on the other end of it, they're serious. They're serious about robbing every dime they can get from you, knowing that you will never get it back. Alright, folks, so please do not sell your integrity. Alright, I don't care how much it costs. Don't give it away. Don't sell it. Keep it. Do these stuff for yourself. Do it in-house. Become an independent publishing. There's nothing wrong with that. Self-publishing doesn't exist anymore. That's just a, a, a label that was used for a while to put us down. As the big as the big guys thought they were somehow gonna, you know, gonna stay afloat, but they're not. They're failing all over the place now. There's freedom out there. There's freedom for you to create your own vision, create your own product, create your own art, create your own marketplace, create your own profits, create your own credibility. You can do all of that. You don't need thieves. You don't need these boneheads. You don't need liars. Okay. Maybe you need a couple references here and there. Maybe you need a couple people to point you in, in, in the right direction. That's fine. There's plenty of people out there. One of the things that was always encouraging me in the writing groups is even the ones that were semi-promoting some of these bums, there was plenty of them jumping on saying, do not do this. This guy is a piece of crap. This press is, is worthless. Shouldn't even be called the press. You know? I like to press their necks. That's the only press that I like to do. Okay, That'd be about it. There's plenty of people out there that will warn you. So there's no reason for you to stumble in this. And if you have done it already, obviously you don't ever want to do it again. Because I've met plenty of writers that they have learned their lesson. And and, and they've become better for it. So I'm happy about that. Don't get me wrong. I don't mean to treat anybody like, like, like some kind of leper. But in the end... You know, if you're on this wrong path, I can't be around saying it's a wonderful thing, you know? It's like meeting somebody that's high in the park, you know? Man, don't be rude with me, man. I mean, come on, talk to me. Really, sir? Uh, You have alcohol in your breath. You're stoned out of your mind. And I got my two kids over here. I'm going to be doing anything with you? Be lucky I don't kick your ass right here in front of them. That's how you have to think about these people. That's what you really have to consider, you have to worry about your own art. You have to worry about your own dreams. You have to obviously worry about your own pocketbook. All of those things as as a as a writer. So why not start now by investing in yourself? Because when you're giving money to these to these liars, okay, you're not investing in yourself. You're simply throwing money away because you're insecure, or because you're impatient, or I don't know, maybe just because that week you wasn't a very smart person but i'm telling you you're doing it because of flaws you're not doing it out of strength you're doing it out of weakness and you're not going to get anything for it but heartache you know and and a less less full bank account or you know less full credit card depending on how you did it all right so please ponder all these things uh probably seemed like a bit of a, a harsher episode but We're dealing with harsher times and and harsher people out there. As we have the freedom to become who we want to be as artists out there now, more than ever in the history of mankind, we're going to have all these people preying on us. Okay, The Vanity Presses, the Editors for Hire, Proofreaders for Hire. Again, I I don't include them in the group because it's a very small group of that. And it's really easy to figure these people out. You know what I mean? I would literally tell them here's a fraction of what you want to charge me and I'm expecting this whole the whole damn thing to be pro- to proofread perfectly and I'm going to read through it to make sure, okay before I give you anything else. It's not hard to keep those people honest because uh, it's really easy to see proofreading whether it was done or not. But I'm telling you that they're going to be putting it to the machines they're not going to do it manually and then you're going to be you're going to be stuck with, uh, with, with a good bill on that too. But I don't want to include them as number four because they can actually do good work when you find somebody honest to do it at a decent price. You know, you just have to make sure it was really done. All proofreading, folks, needs to be done manually, not through a machine. Because you could do it yourself, for a machine. Why give some girl $250? It's crazy. Okay? Don't be impatient. Don't be silly. Take your time, invest in yourself. I mean, writing is always a risk, okay? Don't get me wrong, it's always gonna be a risk, but you don't have to risk money. You can risk your own time. And even if you wind up becoming your own independent publisher and you put a few bucks in it by investing in yourself, none of that's a waste of time because you've learned so much about the production, about the editing, about the marketing. These are valuable lessons you're going to need in the the future anyhow, okay? And I really haven't found anybody that was so um, into it that they didn't at least make their money back, if not more. They always did, and you'll do the same. And you're going to feel so grateful. You know, you get a lot of contacts from people, email address, all kinds of people you could talk to. Hey, remember by my other thing, I got something else coming up. That's how you build. That's how you become legitimate. To stay away from these other bums, okay? I wish I could just tell you to stay away from Facebook because they all seem to be hovering over there. But now they're kind of invading LinkedIn too, all right? You'll see that silly lady I'm talking about on LinkedIn. She's got an ad. List all the vanity presses and then her, okay? So when you see it, and you'll see it, okay? Jot down all those bums and then jot down her too. Put them all together as a list and then stay away from all of them. Because they're all crooks. Alright? Believe in yourself. Don't believe in these other people. Because there's nothing there to believe in. But there is a lot for you to believe in yourself on. You start there. Okay? And you start with friends and, and, and beta readers. And you start with other writers who will give you some good direction. And uh, without making a joke, <laughs> if you start with Google... <laughs> You know, do a little research here and there. I mean, you can research all kinds of things, not just the bad presses. You can research how to do your own stuff. You'll, you'll be a, a million times more happy and successful and, in my book, totally legitimate. Until next time, folks, this is Mark Anthony Rossi at Strength To Be Human. Be successful and God bless. Thank you for listening. Follow the show and support our efforts by purchasing an ebook at Soma Publishing. www.somapublishing.com.